Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to the UBS Conversations podcast channel. Our conversation today will touch on the ways in which digital technologies have dramatically and rapidly changed our world, in particular since the beginning of the pandemic. Recognizing the transformative nature of digital technologies, we have a number of key resources at UBS dedicated to researching digital trends and investing in them. In fact, last year, UBS Asset Management launched a digital transformation theme strategy to help clients harness the future in their portfolios. I am pleased to welcome to the podcast today our guests who will speak on investable digital trends. They are Albert Sway, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Digital Transformation Strategy, as well as Tom Dignan, a Lead Equity Investment Specialist with UBS Asset Management. Tom, I know you're going to guide us through today's conversation, so welcome. I'll pass it over to you. Well, thank you, Dan. And I, I love these UBS on-air events. Um, I think they're a perfect example of the digitization that we've worked into our own marketing. So I want to thank you. And I also want to thank Albert Sway, who's our lead portfolio manager of the Digital Transformation Portfolio, for joining us today. We believe that this digital transformation will irrevocably change the way we live, work, and play. And, and those of you familiar with UBS Wealth Management CIO may know that they've published incredible research on the digital themes that are transforming our world. And we're really proud to offer an investable solution from the asset management side that can serve clients seeking to benefit from these digital trends in a portfolio context. So not only do we have a great partnership with UBS Wealth Management, but our strategy is also driven by an interest in a really impressive team of experienced analysts supporting Albert, who is Dan mentioned is the lead portfolio manager of digital transformation strategy. Um, Albert and his team offer boots on the ground research in both Asia and the U.S., really the two geographical centers of digital innovation in our view. So our digital transformation strategy is one of the, that I believe brings the best of UBS to our clients and it's a unique value proposition in the marketplace. So with that quick intro, let's jump right into some questions for Albert. So Albert, we've already witnessed incredible advances in digitization. What are the next big digital disruptions on the horizon, the themes that your team is focused on and, and find interesting? Hi, Tom and Dan. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Um, we created the Digital Transformation Themes Fund on the basic idea that the world had reached a critical mass of foundational technologies. Widespread compute, ubiquitous broadband, and sensors everywhere. Together, these laid the foundation for what we think is the next industrial revolution. So our digital transformation themes, what are we particularly excited about? Well, first, there's uh, enabling technology. The 5G revolution is more than phones. It's a paradigm shift. With new 5G chips and infrastructure, you can enable robust communications at massive scale. This lays the path for some really great things, like the Internet of Things, autonomous driving, and edge computing. We're also excited about the fintech revolution. The pandemic has forced businesses to cope with a difficult array of new payment systems and ways to sell, online, offline, and somewhere in between, as well as cross-border. We like payment platforms that empower transactions in this new post-pandemic omnichannel world. And adoption has only accelerated as businesses reopen and, demog and younger demographics are supportive as younger customers demand digital payment ease. And then there's health tech, which I think has particularly good long-term potential. 
We're excited about sustained telemedicine adoption, supported by a much better regulatory environment and a consumer need to treat both chronic and acute diseases. The rise of the Internet of Things means that sensors can help patients manage chronic conditions such as diabetes in real time, where patients can regulate blood sugar levels well before they threaten health. There's also new fields such as robotic surgery, where surgeons can enact complex procedures on a repeatable basis. They can plan the most intricate surgeries using AR and VR. So basically, a doctor is able to go and perform difficult surgeries with minimal invasiveness. And this really does feel like the stuff of science fiction, but it's happening today. Real technologies resulting in real meaningful improvements in patient outcomes. This is just tremendous well, stuff. Yeah, and, and all this is really exciting, and this kind of gives me great optimism, but there's there's also things to be worried about. I'm sure that we have some people listening to this podcast uh, while they're sitting in a car and a gas line if they're in the Northeast. Um, what about cybersecurity? That seems to be more and more important as, as in today's environment. And cybersecurity has definitely been um, top of mind for us. We've been anticipatory in how we've invested and we uh, and we have an overweight in cybersecurity companies. You know, the world faces intensifying threats from a wide array of uh, actors, including you know rogue states, lone hackers, and organized crime. If you look, the U.S. government uh, was was breached by a massive attack over many many months last year by a nation state. Um, as we speak, gasoline distribution along the eastern U.S. has been crippled by a massive ransomware attack. So we like companies building the emergent zero-trust security paradigm, which offers deeper protection across all compute, on-premise, cloud, and remote, than a mere firewall perimeter. Well, and also, I guess we've, we've also seen a trend where you know people don't buy things anymore. Now, now we subscribe to things. So... How are you positioned for the subscription economy? And that's, I think you're onto something really interesting there. Um, regarding the subscription economy, we find it, we find it fascinating that, that this, this is, has kind of been a stealth sector of the economy that's, that's grown massively. We believe that the digital subscription addressable market could actually more than double to 1.5 trillion by 2025. And representing a diversified base of consumer and enterprise customers, so we've invested accordingly, both in uh, in consumer names, particularly uh, particularly online video streaming options, as well as uh, as well as any number of software as a service companies, which demonstrate durable growth. Well, and you know, one thing I want to talk to you about, you know, although we launched this strategy globally prior to the pandemic. The pandemic environment did accelerate many digital trends. So now, now as we see an economic reopening, um, will digital transformation continue to trend upwards? Yeah, I think it's important to keep uh, keep in perspective the, the big picture. Yes, we did see an acceleration of digital transformation trends during the pandemic, but these represent secular forces that have been in motion since before the pandemic. Indeed, we conduct a lot of proprietary research. This comprises surveys field research, and even semantic analysis of corporate earnings transcripts. All of our proprietary research point to the sustainability of the various digital transformation themes. COVID-19 
might have changed how we live, work, and play, but digital transformation will be crucial to how we recover and thrive after the pandemic. Well, Albert, you know, these digital transformation themes, they're, they're very long-term in nature. And, and as you know, with a long-term investment, if you have rising bond yields, um, that can put, you know, companies with a long cash flow stream under pressure. So what's in, in tech being a, a primary example of that? What's the outlook for tech in the coming months? Sure. Um, you know, we're in, currently in a moment of transition, but it's, I think it's important to uh, keep in mind the, uh, the bigger picture. As, after massive outperformance since the beginning of the pandemic, you know, the tech sector has recently fallen by more than 10% sparked by rising interest rates. However, such corrections, particularly after strong rallies, are not unusual. In fact, uh, they're healthy and they give the long-term investor potential entry points. The secular growth drivers for digital transformation companies remain intact. Fiscal stimulus combined with the reopening of economies have led to a spike in interest rates amid inflation concerns and certainly have tr uh, triggered a rotation into more cyclically levered shares. However, we still consider the uh, Fed to remain constructive on rates, you know, citing temporary versus structural inflation drivers, and our long-term outlook for tech remains positive. I do think it's helpful to keep in mind that we do not manage a, a pure tech portfolio and that over half of our portfolio is invested outside of, outside of technology. Well, I'm glad you pointed that out because uh, it's easy to think of a digital and you think tech. So um, given that there's opportunities across the, the realm, how is that impacting your portfolio positioning? It's a great question. So we, in regarding good positioning, we have increased our exposure to thematically relevant reopening and cyclical themes, areas such as online travel, and even online dating come to mind as sectors that should benefit as restrictions lift. Additionally, we have increased positions in secular leadership companies that have been oversold. And we think it's crucially important to differentiate between true long-term secular opportunities benefiting from structural change and the so-called working from home winners that might not have durable growth drivers after the pandemic that are basically benefiting from a temporary sugar high. Well, that's, I, I think that's a great answer because I, I think a lot of people do look at this as a working from home tailwind, but um, it sounds like you, have, you still have a very positive outlook for digital transformation. Is that the case? Yes, certainly, uh, very much so. And, you know, we think a short-term correction when markets oversell intact growth stories can provide a good entry point for longer-term investors. You know, consolidation periods are natural, and as the market processes public health progress, economic recovery, and differential factor risk. You know, while volatility is likely to remain high, you know, we still see equity markets over the intermediate term as supported by stimulus, accommodated monetary policy, and strong corporate earnings. And putting, putting together the, the bigger picture, we believe that digital transformation represents the next industrial revolution. This opportunity transcends shorter-term downturns. Digital transformation is accelerating and broadening across the greater economy. And furthermore, it's starting to separate distinct winners from losers. We believe that an actively managed, high-conviction portfolio with diversification is key to navigating this tumultuous market. 
we would encourage long-term investors to take advantage of volatility. I, I would want I would want to just highlight that on our global team of researchers, every PM is an analyst, and every single analyst is working on a robust pipeline of ideas. So ahead, we see open horizons and opportunities abound. With that, I'll turn it back to Tom. Well, thank you, Albert. And you know what? I think the digital transformation portfolio gives investors a a great opportunity to participate in that next industrial revolution. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. The UBS Conversations podcast channel is available where podcasts are found, including on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pandora. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services, Inc. offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC-registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC-registered broker-dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com forward slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA SIPC.